Welcome to the Accounting for You podcast, brought to you by the accounting firm of Adkins and Reynolds CPAs. This podcast is designed to provide relevant tax and accounting information to help you and your business succeed. If you enjoy listening in, please like and subscribe to our channel. Now, on to the show. All right, well, welcome back to the Accounting for You podcast. My name is Chris Reynolds. I'm a CPA and partner here with Adkins and Reynolds CPAs. And I am Jay Adkins, CPA and partner at Adkins and Reynolds CPAs. Well, here we are, still a couple months into the first of the new year here, and one of the hot-button topics this time of year is S-Corps, S-Corporations, and what is reasonable compensation. And the reason it's a kind of a hot-button issue this time of year is because coming up here, you know, here in a few weeks, March 15th, that's the deadline to have your business uh, applied for as an S corporation, uh, if you're going to be switching to an S corp for the current year. So there's some late elections there that you can deal with. Um, we're not going to talk about that today, but, um, March 15th, your deadline. So what's an S corp Jay, and what's the deal with reasonable compensation? Maybe let's just talk with what's an S corp. Well, an S corporation is a separate tax entity that you can elect to use, uh, where you, um, have all your revenue, all your expenses go through this S-corporation. Uh, like I say, it is a separate entity. It has its own tax return. It is considered totally separate from you as an individual by the IRS. And one of the uh, unique things about it is uh, it doesn't pay taxes. It actually run you run everything in your business through the corporation. But then in the end, when you file the tax return, it generates a Form K-1 that goes out to all shareholders, and the tax is paid at the individual level. Yeah, so it's a pass-through. I don't know if we said that, but that's kind of what the, the moniker for it, let's say, is it's a pass-through return where it's a separate entity, but all the income flows from the business to you personally. Okay, so it's taxed on your personal income tax return as a pass-through. Now, I would say the big benefit of the S-Corp, though, that maybe the reason why so many people want to be S-Corps when your profit levels are high enough is that your um, – not taxed potentially as high as maybe being a sole proprietor where everything like on a Schedule C business, sole proprietor, and you're avoiding maybe some uh, self-employment tax. Yeah, on a Schedule C business or even on a partnership, uh, you're going to pay taxes on the bottom line, the income taxes, federal and state, plus you're going to pay self-employment tax. And, you know, when an individual works for someone and has a W-2, you know, their Social Security, Medicare withheld 7.65%, and then the employer picks up the matching half. If you are self-employed on a Schedule C or on a partnership, you end up being self-employed and picking up both halves of that, where you got 15.3% on top of your federal and state income tax. So in an S-Corp, we're given a little leeway on things that we can do that maybe we can lower that self-employment tax sum for you. Yeah, because self-employment tax, that's a that's a big hit if you're self-employed and you're just using it as a you know sole proprietor business. Because let's say your marginal rate's 25% tax rate, add another 15% onto there for self-employment tax. And your state tax. And your state tax. I mean, we're talking 40% tax rate. So the S-Corp gives us the ability to do a little bit of tax structure tax planning for you to make sure you're not paying 
as much tax. And a lot of times, switching to an S corp, you can save a chunk of money. Um, I won't I won't lie to you. There's there's a chunk of money to be had if you know if it all works out for you. Now, it's not something to be taken lightly when you switch to an S corp. There's certain rules that you have to abide by, and there's books and books and books written about. S-Corp and the rules and what you can and what you can't do. But this is a general what we think about it type podcast, not current tax law on it. So keep that in mind, please. (laughs) And if we've forgotten something, that's okay. There's a book written on it, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, So like Jay's talking, all of the income flows through you to your personal return and you actually uh, you're still going to pay tax on the profit of the business, just like you would on a sole proprietor business. But the beauty is that you're only going to pay Social Security and Medicare tax or, let's say, the self-employment tax on what we call and what the IRS calls is reasonable compensation. And reasonable compensation, loosely defined, I would say, as what compensation you should receive for what services you're providing. Does that yes. seem reasonable? It does, Yes. And, you know, we look at that and determine what the reasonable compensation is. And then it gives some, us some other tax-saving options after that. Yeah, so reasonable compensation for different businesses is different. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, it's not just that, um, you know, if you're a, a plumbing business versus a uh, doctor's office, reasonable compensation for your officers or your owners, it's going to be considerably different, you know, you and you can't just put a put a boilerplate thing on it that reasonable compensation for everybody's $30,000 a year, because that's, that's, that goes against the, the spirit of the law or the spirit of the rule, because again, it's reasonable for what you're doing for that business. So uh, it's just, it's important. This is the, probably the biggest uh, pitfall I would say people fall into with an S corp of keeping that salary too low because that is the tax savings measure, right? I mean, that's yes. that's where the big savings is going to come into. So, um, so uh, let's see here. What? So, Jay, what would you say is reasonable compensation, or how would well, not maybe not that, but how? Let's say what is uh, how would you come up with reasonable compensation? There you go. Well, it depends on the services that you provide for your business. If you're more heavily involved as far as service for the business, then your compensation probably needs to be a little bit higher. If you have a lot of employees and they're running the business and providing services and maybe you're not as heavily involved, then that's more of an investment and we can go with a lower salary. I'll give you an example uh, that I've used before in talking to restaurant clients of, you know, if the owner is managing the restaurant, then my question is, what would you pay someone to manage that restaurant if you're not there? And then that's a guideline as far as how we come up with compensation because the IRS tells us reasonable compensation, but they don't really give a more detailed explanation of that. It's more of a gray area. So as Chris said, there's going to be you know different compensations in different businesses depending on the service that the owner is providing. Yeah. So let's play a little game here, Jay. Let's call it uh, reasonable, unreasonable, or gray area. I'll give you three three options and uh, three questions, and you see if you can guess what I would say. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So we've got a company that pays the shareholder more than the average worker, accounting for the fact that he is in a management position. Is that reasonable, 
unreasonable or a gray area? Uh, being in a management position, that's going to be reasonable that they would be paid more than the common worker. All right. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. An S corporation that provides services to other businesses and there are no other employees, and the company pays a shareholder minimum wage for his services, even though his annual profit exceeds maybe $150,000. That is a very dangerous place to be, and that would definitely be unreasonable, uh, because if it's a sole owner and they're providing most of the services or all of the services, then they should be compensated much higher than minimum wage. Yeah, that's one of those when you're in an audit situation. I would call you ripe for the picking. Yes. <laughs> you're not going to have a leg to stand on in that situation. So, all right, last one. An S-Corp that provides services to other businesses and there are no other employees. The company pays the shareholder an annual salary of 85000 and the annual profit before the wages exceed 150000 I think that could be considered reasonable because, again, it's a gray area of what is uh, reasonable compensation. Uh, there has to be something allocated for the owner's investment in the business. Again, uh, you know, compensation for services uh, is exactly that. And then there's also the owner investing in the business and having the ability to take some profits for their investment. Right. So it's important to remember, though, that S-Corp reasonable compensation depends on what they're doing for the business, uh, what type of business they're in. Because again, if you're a doctor versus a uh, you know, uh, you know, something, something, you know, construction trade, you know, what's reasonable compensation for a doctor is much higher than what's maybe reasonable compensation for, you know, a construction worker. Especially if you're you a know. doctor's office that has a single doctor there versus the construction company owner that has a hundred guys on his payroll. Obviously the doctor is providing much more of the service there than the one owner that has a hundred guys working for him because they're all providing income for that company too. Right. Okay. So the next big question with S corps, when you talk about it, is it right for me? Okay. Is it right for my business and my situation? So I use as a general rule of thumb, um, if your profit at least exceeds what reasonable compensation is, then maybe that's the time that you start thinking about going to an S-Corp. I personally like to see a business have more profit than what's reasonable compensation because that gives more of a benefit. Yes. Because there's really not a huge benefit if they're – if their profit is $50,000 a year and their reasonable compensation is 50000 a year, you've really only created another entity with another tax return and payroll and payroll taxes to get the same result maybe as the sole proprietorship. So I kind of like to see a profit greater than reasonable compensation, maybe in the ten, fifteen, twenty-five thousand dollars $25,000 range above and beyond reasonable compensation. Yeah. The businesses that are out there that may be just starting out or, you know, have a very small bottom line, this will not benefit them near as much as the larger businesses that, you know, may make a lot more money and give the owner the ability to take much more in owner distributions, which again, those are considered investment income, not subject to the self-employment tax. Right. So there's a lot of rules here, like we've talked about with an S corporation, you know, you've got reasonable compensation and then, um, you know, all the other, you know, it's creating another, 
uh, entity with a tax return. There's just so many rules when it comes to an S corp. So uh, we, uh, I think we pride ourselves in being kind of S corp, uh, maybe not experts, but I would say experts because that's what we do, right? But um, you know, we we deal a lot with S corps. We have a lot of clients that are S corps, and I would say about every year we've got two or three people that are flipping over to the S corp because because it's a uh, you know ripe for the picking. Let's say for their for their tax situation and can save considerable money. And a lot of these that we're seeing switch over, I, I'm saying they're saving anywhere from eight to 12,000 a year right off the bat. Oh, very easily. You know, for, for their first year tax savings. So if you have questions on an S corp, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to answer those questions, set up a meeting with us. We'd be more than happy to explain it more. And obviously we do a lot of the accounting and tax return work and tax planning for S corp. So they do not scare us in the least. We can certainly handle your S corp problems or questions. So, yep. You got anything to add to that? No, I just, uh, I think personally, uh, I favor the S corp, uh, as a very, very valuable entity, uh, and uh, we, like Chris said, we use it a lot. It does give us the ability to help in tax savings for the ones that have a bigger bottom line. Uh, we've seen it many times where people are in a different entity and pay way too much in taxes, and we can certainly help with that and get you moved to an S-Corp if that's you. Yep. So if you're interested in knowing more, reach out to us. We'd be more than glad to hear from you. Otherwise, we will see you next time on the Accounting for You podcast. Thank you for taking time today to listen to our podcast. We appreciate listeners like you and ask that if you enjoy what you hear, please like and subscribe to our channel to ensure you receive the latest episodes as soon as they come out. If you have any questions about the topic we discussed today or would like more information on becoming a client, please do not hesitate to contact our office by visiting arcpas.com or theaccountingpodcast.com.